At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. It's now time for the Pony Cake Sports Podcast with your hosts, Josh Stevens, Tim Thompson, and Tom Schultz. Woo! Hey there, everybody. We are back with another episode, and as always, I'm joined here by Tim and Tom. Tim via telephone. Uh, he ran out of uh, gas in his vehicle and uh, couldn't get here, so he is on the phone uh, in his car in 23-degree weather. Uh, we are giving you our picks of the week. We're week 11. Tom, how are you? Josh, I'm doing good. You know, tied Tim up in our little pick em. It's me and him. Uh, it's a battle right now. Very true. Guys, I was, I, I was actually in Mexico going to the football game, but I accidentally drove to <laughs> New Mexico instead of regular Mexico. Then I had to drive to actual Mexico, and then the game got canceled moved back to L.A. So, uh, overall, pretty bad trip for me. I have had two very bad back-to-back weeks in Week 9 and Week 10 with six overall points in Week 9, six in Week 10. You guys had ten games correct. Uh, both of you guys did last week, I believe. And uh, basically, I'm going to be starting throwing darts. And hopefully I can uh, pick some upsets here because I can't pick NFL games to save my life. It's This week is going to be tough. There, there's a lot of close matchups. Uh, a lot of teams that, you know, I, I just don't feel like I have a great grip on uh, who they are right now. And... Uh, I think there's some quality games, but I think it might it might be one of my lower uh, scoring weeks. I've been uh, pretty consistent here, uh, as in picking some upsets and then missing some easy games. Just kind of the way I play this year out. I think Tom's a little bit shocked that him and I are even. So uh, looking forward to dominating this week. I'm shocked you could even uh, remember each week to make your picks because every single week when we do our start and sits, you think that we. Uh, do something completely different. So, shocked we're this far along. Uh, but let's go ahead and start off with the Thursday night game. It is the Green Bay Packers at the Seattle Seahawks. Right now, the fans uh, on ESPN Network, uh, on the pigskin pick'em, are leaning towards the Green Bay Packers. Where are you guys leaning towards? I'm a little nervous with this game. I, I really do like picking the home team on Thursday night. I believe they've won 8 of 10 weeks this year so far, so it's hard for me to pick against the Seahawks, but I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He's better than Russell Wilson. I I like how this Green Bay Packers defense has been playing. I like what they've been doing with Aaron Jones, giving him the football. The injury report for the Packers scares me, and the travel all the way to the West Coast, but I can't pick against A-Rod. Tim, how about you? Uh, Tom pretty much hit the nail on the head uh, with what the Packers have been doing with Aaron Jones. Um, they finally seem to have a, a running back, who is an actual running back, 
Uh, it's going to free up Aaron Rodgers quite a bit. And even though the Seahawks defense has been better, uh, the Packers are just going to be too much. And I think the Green Bay Packers go in on Thursday night. And uh, Aaron Rodgers put the, put the, I don't want to say a beat down, but uh, you know, there's, a, there's a shootout going on here. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers both have big-time fantasy numbers. I think the uh, Green Bay Packers are going to use Aaron Jones. We've talked about that in our sit-and-start uh, episode, but I think uh, Aaron Jones is going to be utilized. It'd be very exciting and excellent of the Green Bay Packers to give him more than 12 or 15 carries in a game. If they gave him 20-plus carries, that'd be awesome to see what he could do with that yardage-wise. Um, but I think Seattle is going to be my pick here. I think Penny is going to have a... Uh, a good game. I think he's going to have, uh, again, 15-plus carries, 80-something yards, and a touchdown. And I think Seattle now, is going to win this game. Tom, we get to see here now that Josh tries to make up all the ground <laughs> that he has to make up on us here in one week. Yep. Where he'll just every single game pick against us. And it begins, boys. Next game, Dallas Cowboys at the Atlanta Falcons. I liked what the Dallas Cowboys did last week. I think Amari Cooper has truly added something to their offense. They finally have a bona fide stud wide receiver one. Yes, Josh, he's a wide receiver one. Uh, but I'm going to pick the home Falcons. This is another game that the Thursday night game is almost an elimination game in the tough NFC right now. And I think this is kind of an elimination game as well. I think the Falcons will do enough to stop that uh, tough uh, Cowboys defense. They're one, top five against uh, the pass right now. I don't think they're going to be able to slow down Matty Ice, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. I think those guys are going to eat this week. Um, just like one Jameis Winston, as I can't get it out of my head, him licking his fingers uh, the way that he did. Tom, I believe you've shared it. I've seen it, seen it numerous times. Uh, Matt Ryan on the sidelines during that Browns game. It was dubbed over. Oh, when he was saying the F word with him going, fuck, I will never be able to get that out of my head. That is forever how I will uh, remember Matt, Matt Ryan. Um, I love what the Cowboys are doing with Amari Cooper. He's been very, very good his first two games. Um, and I think he'll have another great game. Um, but, because that Atlanta defense is trash, but Atlanta finds a way at home in Atlanta to win the game and beat the Dallas Cowboys. The Atlanta Cowboys, or the Atlanta Cowboys, the Atlanta Falcons should come out and destroy <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys this game because this should be a huge bounce back week. They just lost to the Cleveland Browns. But you know what? Amari Cooper, the new number one <laughs> wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, and Ezekiel Elliott are going to win this game for the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys over the Falcons. Mark it down. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> I will start the next game um, just because Tom said the last two, and since we are in a heated battle and chosen the same, I don't want him to think I'm just riding those coattails. Um, Cincinnati Bengals against Baltimore Ravens, an extremely tough divisional matchup. These teams are pretty evenly matched. AJ Green's going to be out again. Uh, the rumors are swirling that by like next week, uh, Mark Jackson is going to be starting for the Baltimore Ravens, but. The Ravens are at home. No AJ Green. Um, the Ravens can kind of zo- or kind of focus in on one Joe Mixon, and the Ravens find a way to get the win at home. Yeah, I'm not trying to be boring, but I I agree with you, Tim. Look, uh, the only thing that's kind of has me cautious on this football game is who's starting at quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. I know, I I believe Joe Flacco is it a hip injury? 
it, it, it's some like weird injury, but there is questions if question marks if he's playing. Might have an RG three sighting. If RG three is playing, I do not really like the Baltimore Ravens in this football game, but they are coming off a bye, and the Bengals have just been horrendous without AJ Green. Josh, tell us about how the Bengals are going to win this game. <laughs> I can't even with a straight face. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Their defense is just that good. In, in our start and sit episode, we told you all to sit Joe Mixon. Kind of exactly what Tim uh, alluded to, that we think they're going to key in on him uh, without A.J. Green. So I am going to go ahead and go with the Baltimore Ravens as well, even though I want to take the Cincinnati Bengals, but the Ravens are my pick. Next game, Carolina Panthers at the Detroit Lions. I'll go first once again, hoping that Tom and I are on separate pages, but I don't think we're going to be. Hey, you, um, you picked the easy games, Tim. Yeah, yeah. What can I say? The Lions are at home, though, and every once in a while, the Panthers, you know, they should be very, very good. They end up just laying an egg. This isn't going to be that game. Christian McCaffrey, Cam Newton, even Devin Funches, they're just they're on a, uh, they, they pass here for a wild card spot. Um, you know, this will get them the seven wins and kind of put them in the driver's seat uh, to their own uh, playoffs. Uh, you know, they get to decide their playoff path. So I think this is a no-brainer. The Lions got embarrassed by Mitchell Trashbisky last week. Um, not good for them. So give me the Carolina Panthers and their uh, underrated defense. Yeah, I think it's blatantly obvious that the Panthers are a better football team. That is, I think this is one of those games the Lions are going to come out and win. But... I'm not going to die on that hill. I, I'm going to go pick with you, Tim. Pick the Panthers. Pick the better team, and hopefully they get the job done this Sunday. Yeah, I think this is actually going to be a close game. I really want the Panthers to uh, dominate because uh, I am uh, a fan of Chris McCaffrey and Cam Newton, uh, but their wide receivers are just not that good. And uh, I think it's going to be a carry-on Johnson type of game. But I think the Carolina Panthers will do enough to win this game. Carolina Panthers for me. Next game, the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. This is a tough one. Both teams are on three, or no, Panthers two-game win streak. Colts are on a three-game win streak. Both of them are really hitting their stride right now. It's a big-time divisional game. Uh, The loser of this matchup will find themselves in a hole, and I got to go with the home team, go with my Colts. Uh, right now, I think they're two-and-a-half-point favorites, which isn't saying much since uh, they're at home. But the way Andrew Luck is playing right now, I think he's going to continue the streak. I think he'll have three touchdowns again in this football game, and I think that offensive line will do enough to open a couple rushing lanes for uh, Marlon Mack. You know, it is hard to to go against Tom here and his team, especially if you follow him on Twitter like I do. Now, it's hard to not drink that Colts Kool-Aid. You know, Tom's always putting things out there about why the Colts are the second coming of Jesus Christ. Um, so it's hard not to get on board with that. But Tennessee Titans are just a shocking team. Mike Vrabel feeling like, uh, uh, you know, he's got a, a 10-foot-long dong now after beating his uh, former head coach, Bill Belichick, last week. And uh, I'm going to take those Tennessee Titans to go on the road, take a stranglehold uh, of the division, and uh, beat the Indianapolis Colts. You know, the Tennessee Titans upsetting the Patriots last week. A lot of people are leaning towards uh, the Titans this week. Um, We talked about Marcus Mariota possibly having a a big game this week, 
But I think uh, Andrew Luck is going to have an even bigger game than Marcus Mariota. Uh, I think this game could be a shootout. I could easily see like a, a 37 to uh, 31 type score here in this game. I'm going to go at the uh, Indianapolis Colts uh, at home. Guys, am I crazy to think that Belichick is losing to his former like players and defensive uh, defensive coordinator. He lost to the Lions. There's yeah. no reason they should have lost that. No. Completely laid an egg against uh, Vrabel. He's doing it on purpose. I think he is. Yeah. It's not fair. He's telling his team, you know what? We feel bad. James White, lay an egg this week. <laughs> Don't catch any balls. And no, honestly, you got to look at it. Deion Lewis was on the Patriots. He's on the Tennessee Titans. He, it's, he, it's New England South. He knew right. exactly what they were going to do with James White. They shut him down. James White, in my opinion, that's how that offense goes right now, is through James White, especially with Gronk out. If you're going to shut down James White, you're going to shut down that offense because those other wide receivers are struggling right now. So I feel like Bill Belichick's the type of head coach that like he has like an ex-best friend from high school who like had his like special plays book. And it's still relevant. Like, those are the same plays that the Patriots still run today, like, 40 years later. That's just how old school Bill Belichick is. And no one can figure it out. <laughs> uh, next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the New York Football Giants. A couple ugly football teams right now. The Bucs started off super hot. Uh, I picked the Giants last week. Tim called me a clown, called me a bunch of other bad names that we can't repeat on air. But I'm, I'm sticking with the New York football giants. They're going to continue this win streak, make it two games in a row, and lose out on the, the quarterback of uh, Justin Herbert in the NFL draft. Giants, I just think they have too many weapons. I don't think the Bucks will be able to stop them. Tom, I legitimately have zero idea what you are talking about. I do call you an idiot. A lot of swear words, bad names, uh, profanity, uh, and a moron altogether. But I don't know what that has to do with the New York football giants. I am also picking up that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are hot garbage. Uh, Dirk Cutter is a joke. They actually should have kept Lovey Smith and let Dirk Cutter go. Um, James Winston, <laughs> terrible hot garbage. After the Bucks, New York Giants win. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary is not very good. Uh, the Giants, they should, for their team and their sake, lose this game. Uh, but they're going to come out and win this game. Uh, again, like we talked about the sit and start, Eli Manning could have a, a big game with this awful secondary. And also, I have this as a Sterling Shepard uh, game as well. So I'm going to go with the uh, the New York Giants as my pick. It's kind of crazy, though. Hey, yeah, so I want to give a shout-out real quick. Because he gets so much hate all the time, I don't know if you guys saw the video, the ESPN or NFL put it out there, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. went over to uh, someone in Marquise Goodwin's family uh, who was, like, special needs and in a wheelchair and stuff. He went over, I guess, like, she was, like, a super big fan of Odell. He was, like, dancing to, like, the Kiki Do Love Me song for her. I gave her a hug. And it was over there. Odell Beckham Jr. normally sucks on the football field, and he's super annoying. <laughs> snorting cocaine you're helping out people that's good i'm shocked the public's more on uh tampa in this game yeah the public on uh the four letter network on pigskin pick'em are leaning towards tampa bay very interesting moving on to the next game though pittsburgh steelers at the jacksonville jaguars tim you're up first 
God, this is such a like a sneaky game. It's like everything's going wrong in Jacksonville. The, you know, Jalen Ramsey putting out that tweet, and you know, you'll miss me when I'm gone. All this crap. Blake Bortles is terrible, hot garbage. But, but they're at home. Leonard Fournette caught a touchdown and ran for a touchdown last week. And it's just like, are we going to see one of those vintage Pittsburgh Steelers road games? They come out and they, they lay that egg. Big Ben can't complete a pass. He throws three interceptions, and the Jaguars win by 17. Like, I, I, I want to predict it so badly, so badly, but the Jaguars have just been so bad, and I, I just don't see with how the Steelers have been riding with their weapons. I'm picking the road team as much as I feel like smart teams should go with the Jaguars. I'm going with the safe pick. I'm playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Jags just can't do anything right. Start the season off three and one. Now they are three and six. Tons of injuries across that offensive line. Uh, brought that up in our uh, start and sit episode. I wasn't overly impressed with Leonard Fournette's performance. Two point two yards per carry. Uh, I think this game can get out of control. I think the Steelers are going to win this football game. We'll see if AJ Bouye plays. But I'm more worried about that offensive line. The Steelers, top five in the NFL in sacks, getting after the quarterback. They're playing a bunch of backups, people worse than Eric Flowers. Eric Flowers' backup was starting last week. I believe he's out this week as well. I I just got to go with the Steelers. I just think they're going to be able to bring too much pressure. Big-time game for uh, T.J. Watt. I have the Steelers as well. I think Come on, this Josh, is gonna make be that a, ground I, I was about to, but I think this is a uh, statement game uh, against uh, one Le'Veon Bell. I think the Steelers are going to come out angry, and they are going to win this game. And I think you're going to see uh, Juju Smith-Schuster score a touchdown, grab a sign out of the stands, and the sign is going to say, Le'Veon who? <laughs> Bold prediction, but that's just me. Uh, next game, Houston Texans at the Washington Redskins. Who's up, me? Yeah. This is a tough game. Both 6-3. and three. Yeah, the Redskins should not be 6-3. and three. No, uh, they shouldn't. I believe they have the worst uh, point differential for any team leading their division. It's only a positive one, which is not good. This offense is not very good. Texans are coming off a bye. Uh, I, th- I think they'll be able to do enough, especially the Redskins' offensive line is pretty banged up as well. J.J. Watt, uh, Jadavian Clowney, they're going to be able to get after Alex Smith. And I just don't think the the Redskins will be able to do enough to secure a W this week. You know, I I, 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 I agree with you. This is another one of those games, though, Tom, where I'm like, man, yeah, everything's pointing to the Texans. They've been so yep. hot. I believe they're coming off their bye as well. Yep. Um, Six in a row. They are. Um, but it's just like, you know, do we see a – a Adrian Peterson out of nowhere, 150-yard, two-touchdown game to give them the 14-10 win. I don't think so. I think Sean Watson does enough. I think we see more of a, a Demarius Thomas factor here this week. I think he plays a big role to help open up that Washington Redskins defense. So give me the Houston Texans. Yeah, Houston Texans for me, too. I think uh, Washington is the worst Six and three team that we've seen in a long time. Obviously, six and three is a good record, but they are, in my opinion, a struggling football team. Regardless, their defense is playing pretty well, and their offense is just dinking and dunking. 
and they have old ass Adrian Peterson doing what he needs to do. Uh, and they're just they're eking out wins. It's not like they're dominating teams. So I'm I don't know. I just I feel like it's got to be the Houston Texans. Um, I I wouldn't be shocked though if the Washington Redskins won, but I just think it's got to be the Houston Texans. Next up, Denver Broncos at the L.A. Chargers. L.A. Chargers are seven and two. You got to go with the Chargers in this one. They're playing at home. This is a well-balanced football team playing great football on the offensive side. They're running Melvin Gordon, uh, keeping that offense balanced. Pip Rivers hasn't been forced to throw the football a ton. He's not turning the football over. And if if you're not sure which game to watch at uh, like three o'clock or four o'clock on the East Coast, watch Derwin James. That kid is fun to watch. Uh, I like the Chargers. I enjoy watching their football games. Uh, I think they're uh, one of my locks of the week. Yeah, definitely better than the next game we're going to talk about, the Raiders and Cardinals. This is a no-brainer. Melvin Gordon, I think, might be slowed down a little bit uh, in this game, and I think that it's going to be a uh, Phillip Rivers and Keenan Allen show. So give me the uh, Chargers all day long to improve to 8-2. Yeah, Chargers as well, and again, it's Phillip Rivers and a quiet MVP season uh, if Patrick Mahomes wasn't blowing up like he was. Uh, next up, Oakland Raiders at the Arizona Cardinals. A 1-8 team versus a solid 2-7 team. <laughs> the Cardinals are kind of just beating up bums right now. You know, they've beaten the Niners twice. Those are the only two wins. They are playing another California team, and they're going to beat the crap out of them. I like what David Johnson and Byron Leftwich have been doing together. I like the way Josh Rosen has been playing quarterback for this football team. The Raiders have given up. Uh, and probably won't pick them to win another football game this year. David Johnson is the must-start, the MVP of Week 11. Uh, over 225 yards from scrimmage coming up here in Week 11. Three, yes, three touchdowns coming. The Raiders are trash garbage. David Johnson is going to score early and often. Uh, a large chunk of what he's bringing is going to come in the first half, and then it's just going to be him running the ball down their throats all throughout the second half. The Oakland Raiders actually played pretty good defense against the L.A. Chargers for the first half of football uh, last week, mm-hmm. and then the L.A. Chargers took over after that. Um, the Oakland Raiders have mailed it in after this last week. Uh, they have players retiring in midseason. It's just it's not looking good for the Raiders uh, they're looking forward to the draft already. They're looking forward to try to bring players in via free agency, which I don't know if they're going to be able to do. Uh, I have the Arizona Cardinals this week. I don't see that yardage total like Tim does with David Johnson, uh, but I could see them uh, squeeze out a win. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked with a score of uh, 21 to 6. Next up, Eagles at the Saints. I will start with this one because I feel like Tom's taking more of the tougher games. And this is probably one of the, the probably the third toughest game of the week. What? Um, I think it's a tough one. I think people are going to undersell it here a, a little bit. I think the Eagles have uh, a lot to prove here. I think they have a lot of riding on this game. And I think that they're, you know, listen, they're still defending Super Bowl champs. This is a, uh, this is a big, big game for them. But I think it's going to be very, very, very close. Um, and I do think that the Saints find a way to pull it off. 
Yes, Saints are going to win this, this uh, football game. Right now, they're probably one of the most entertaining football teams to watch. Uh, and they're probably playing their best football right now. They might have peaked a little too early. But I think, like, pound for pound, they're the best team in the NFL right now. They're win- they've won eight games in a row. They lost week one against the Bucks. Makes absolutely no sense. That two-headed uh, rushing attack that they have with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara and with Drew Brees just playing lights out, only one interception on the year, cannot pick against the Saints in the Dome. I'm going to go with the Eagles, guys. <laughs> I, I uh, We talked about Josh Adams a little bit in the must-start-and-sit. I think that the Eagles are going to try to grind out this game as much as they can and try to uh, rush this ball. And I think they need to give the ball to Josh Adams, and I think he need they need to uh, grind out a win, and uh, they need to get Golden Tate involved in the the passing game. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Eagles. They have no right winning this game, but I think they might win it. So, Josh, Josh, I don't hate it, but the parity in the NFL, like this, is the prototypical game that you you didn't see coming. Like the Eagles aren't good enough to beat the Saints if they play their best game. I do not hate that. Yeah. Like, we have two 9-1 teams right now, the Kansas City Chiefs and the L.A. Rams, and the Saints are 8-1. I just can't see three teams having one loss. I mean, obviously, it's not going to happen this week because two of those 9-1 teams play each other, but still, I just can't. I don't know. I just don't see it. I like, I, I like, your, I like your theory there, Josh. <laughs> I can't see three teams coming out of Week 11 only having one loss, even though two of them play each other. <laughs> they could have a tie. Uh, moving on, we have the uh, Vikings at the Bears. Oh, God. Tom, go ahead, because I, I still don't know what I'm going to decide. I don't know if the Bears are for real. They, they've been beating up some bum squads the last couple weeks. The Lions really didn't seem interested in winning that football game. But it, it's really hard to bash on what they've been able to do on the offensive side of the football. Mitch Trubisky finally has all his weapons, and that really showed last week against the Lions. But I have to go with the Vikings, man. Uh, I, I think they're a better football team. This is, I wouldn't say a must win, but this is a pretty pivotal matchup if the Vikings want to win the NFC North and retake the crown as NFC North champs like they were last year. I think Kirk Cousins coming off the bye. I, just, I like what that defense will be able to do. I think Xavier Rhodes will create fits for Allen Robinson this week. Uh, I don't. I don't think Mitch is going to be up for it. See, I, I see it a little bit opposite, Tom. I see this as almost a must-win for the Chicago Bears. Um, the Vikings at home, um, and then followed up by the Lions uh, with the eleven o'clock game on Thanksgiving Day. Um, you know, it's going to be hard for them to get to ten wins if they don't win this game. 10 wins is kind of where the marker set to be a playoff team. Doesn't always hold true, but with how things are at right now and where the Carolina Panthers are in terms of a wild card team, it'll be hard for them to make the playoffs without getting to 10 wins. This is kind of a must win for the Bears. Uh, I mentioned in the earlier episode that this is kind of my, my swing game as a fan. Uh, this goes if I go from a, you know, hey, we're lovable losers and I know they're going to blow it, to, hey, I think my team can actually be something here. They win this game. Um, I'm, I'm fully confident and, and really you know, hoping that they win the division. It's going to all rest on Jordan Howard's shoulders, in my personal opinion. Jordan Howard is going to have to be the X factor. Um, I mentioned it again in the earlier episodes. 
that this Vikings defense, as bad as it was early, has been much, much better these last few weeks. And I do not think Mitch Trubisky is going to have a good game. Um, I'm going to take my Chicago Bears. I'm going to be a real fan, put my heart on my sleeve, and ride or die with my team. Uh, give me the Chicago Bears to win a 21-20 football game. I'm going to go. Parkey, let fourth quarter field goal to win the game. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Um, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. They're also coming off of bye week. Dalvin Cook should be a little bit more healthy. Uh, and I think we've seen that this offense is completely different when Delvin Cook is in the game. Uh, Stephon Diggs, the uh, week nine, he was out. Uh, he should, I believe, be, yeah, he will be back this week. Uh, this Bears defense, though, is a very good defense. They had a, an interception, a couple interceptions this week, a uh, couple turnovers, uh, a forced fumble by Prince of Makamara, and... Um, Bryce Callahan is looking pretty good in that secondary. Uh, the, the Bears' defense is looking solid overall. But I think uh, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, a healthy Delvin Cook, and uh, you sprinkle in a little Treadwell in there. <laughs> Not too bad for the Vikings. I'm going to go with the Vikings. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> uh, last game of the week. And I'm happy that that game is the Sunday night game. I'm glad that they flexed that oh, out. Oh, yeah. Um, last game, the Kansas City Chiefs at the L.A. Rams again in L.A., not in Mexico. Since this is an easy game, Tim, we'll let you go first. Oh, I don't think this is an easy game whatsoever. I will gladly go first, though. Um, God, this is, this, is, this is a tough one. I think this game, again, means more to the Rams than it does to the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs are kind of set that you know they're going to be the number one uh, seed. They know that they have to play the Chargers again that will kind of have that on the line, but it doesn't mean as much, especially with it being a road game. Um, uh, it, with it being the, the Rams, though, at home now, they, it's you know, whatever Mexico, it means more to their fans. I know players don't buy into it too much, but you hear a lot of times when there's tragedy going on, they, they feel that energy from the fans. I'm hoping that there's actually a Chargers, or I'm sorry, Chargers, a Rams fan base there. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, that Packers game was pretty disgusting for them, but give me the Rams to get the win at home. Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes have a shootout with four touchdowns, uh, but the Rams find a way to edge it out and get the victory. So happy that you picked the Rams, Tim, because I am picking the Chiefs. Yeah, this is considered a home game, but I believe the Rams will be in Colorado Springs pretty much all week and be traveling to L.A. later in the week. They're getting ready for Mexico City. I just, with the Cooper Cup injury, that's that's a big-time loss for that Rams offense. And you go to the Chiefs, they're getting back Sammy Watkins. This team is rolling right now. I, I just I can't pick against Patrick Money Mahomes. And uh, I think Tyreek Hill and him connect again on a couple touchdowns. I think uh, the Chiefs' defense has been playing a lot better as of late as well. The Chiefs will have too much firepower. Uh, I agree with everything Tom just said. I have the Chiefs winning uh, as well. Um, I think the Chiefs are just slightly a little bit better uh, than the Rams. Uh, two very close teams, though, but it's kind of crazy to think about. There may be three MV, possible MVP candidates on the field uh, during this game with Todd Gurley, Jared Goff, 
and Patrick Mahomes. Pretty crazy to think about. Absolutely. Uh, highest scoring team, lowest scoring team. Chiefs will be the highest scoring team, and Raiders lowest. Uh, the lowest scoring team will be the Raiders. I agree with that. And the highest scoring team will be the Los Angeles Rams. Wow, going opposite. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, lowest scoring team of the uh, – I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think it'll be like a uh, 17 to 3 type game. What? Yeah, we'll see. And uh, the highest scoring team? The Bills. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. Even oh. though the Tennessee oh, yeah. Titans have been playing good yeah, defense. Stroke Tom. Stroke Tom a little bit harder. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not there, so you guys are into freaking man-on-man crime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else, guys? Any last words uh, for this week? Well, this week will be a big-time deciding factor. And uh, Tom and I, we have three kind of big primetime games here where we've uh, gone against each other. So it'll be a fun week. Yeah, it won't be a tie after this week. So that's fun. Uh, Tim, you were not part of the sit and start episode. Uh, I will give you uh, two seconds to tell me uh, who your must start quarterback, running back, and wide receivers are. Must start quarterback is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Must start running back is David Johnson. Stole that. Must start wide receiver is going to be Amari Cooper. Would you listen to our podcast? <laughs> no, no, I, I wasn't there, and it hasn't been posted yet. So uh, I'm not sure what you guys said, but you know, I we're on the same wavelength now. We're all kind of interconnected. It's just like you know, if we were women, we'd all have our periods at the same time. <laughs> all right, everybody, that's all we have for you this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, again, if you guys want, go on Twitter, follow us there at Pony Keg Sports at Pony underscore Keg underscore Tom, and at Fight Talk Tim. Emails Pony Sports at gmail And until next time, wait. Pony Keg Nation, don't hit your kids. <laughs> yes, don't hit your kids. Don't hit your kids, baby. <laughs>